You're listening to the Resilient Isles podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jay. In this episode, we're going to be recapping all of season two and doing our season three predictions. Yep, just like we promised in the last podcast. Oh, and before we start, uh, well, this is our first podcast for the 2012 year. Happy New Year! Woot! Happy New Year! And uh, it was someone's birthday a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not going to say it. Nope. It was not <laughs> this year. <laughs> it was me. I'm, I'm just saying. Done having birthdays. I was the perfect age, you know, not getting old, but not too young. So I'm just decided I'm just staying, staying 23 forever. <sighs> I'm not talking to you anymore because <laughs> 24 just seems like it's like it. The, the the numbers just start adding up now. There's there's nothing. Yeah, my 30s coming up. Oh, right around the corner. Just imagine 25 going on 26. Oh, that's just yeah. that's just great. Oh man, 25. That's half of 50. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I tell I don't have to tell people my age. I'm like I'm a quarter. <laughs> quarter year, quarter of a hundred years. Oh wow, that makes you really sound old. <laughs> thank you. I know. I'm like three quarters away. My mom said that. She's like, just wait till you turn 25. You're gonna be too decades and a half old i'm like thanks mom oh yeah now that makes <laughs> me feel great <laughs> age it's nothing but a number yeah i know i don't you know I, I don't even look like i'm 25 which that explains why those random bands and random men with lollipops <laughs> keep passing by <laughs> don't accept candy from strangers uh, okay I'm not gonna. That's so random. Anyway, so that's what's that's been what's been going on these past couple of weeks. We've had holidays and birthdays and like everything. So yeah. now we're back. We're back. Our thoughts on season two. So Amanda, what, what were your thoughts as a whole of season two? Just a mini recap. Um, I liked it. I felt like whereas season one we were still kind of we're still getting to know who Jane and Mara were. They were still the actors themselves were still figuring out the characters. And now it's just like, we're all old friends. You know, season two starts up and it's Jane and Mara. Yay, our besties are back. And they've really settled into their characters. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like, even though I think I prefer a little bit of season one more, which I will explain later. But um, <laughs> season two, it wasn't bad. I, I, I think because like a lot of other shows, season two usually is my least favorite season. Sophomore slumps. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm thinking seasons to come, at least I hope that will still be the case. <laughs> like I think <laughs> season three would probably be better than season two. And I will hope, cause if it's anything worse and that's just totally bad. And this would be the shortest podcast <laughs> ever, uh, or just be like well, the Amanda show. <laughs> if season three ends up being bad, then it's going to be a failure on the writer's part entirely because they've already got amazing actors so it's not going to be their fault. I can tell you that right now. Right. So, yeah. So keep that in mind. Writers, don't do that. But, yeah. So it, was, it wasn't it was bad. I think I still prefer season one. But it was it was okay. I think uh, there was there were some episodes I liked. And there were some episodes I could have definitely done without. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's how I feel as a whole. So, Amanda, what was your favorite episode of season two? My favorite episode would have to be um, season two, episode 12. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. I really, really liked that episode for multiple reasons. I liked it because it was 
a great way that Angie and Sasha showed their acting skills. That scene in the in the lab where her and Sasha are just going at it was powerful and heartbreaking. And I thought they just did an amazing job acting. My favorite episode, I, I like the episode. I really like that one. So I'm not going to choose that one. <laughs> so I'm going to choose a different one. But which was hard because there was at least like four or five. I was like, oh, that's that was I remember this part. But if I had to choose just one, let's see, I would choose Gone Daddy Gone, which was two oh nine, and it was the one where Doyle appears for the first time this season, and I really liked it because I just love Patty Doyle and Mars like relationship. Like I just love like their little love hate thing be going on and like her trying to figure out her background i just love that storyline like i i just do and i just love their scenes together i think sasha and i don't know the actor's name but they do a great job of building that tension and uh it dealt with irish mob and everything and i also loved uh <laughs> i love the um main text part of it because there was, even though Tommy was in the, the episode, which I was like, oh, great. Wow, that's weird. We picked two episodes that Tommy was in. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oh, that's funny. I didn't realize that. <laughs> that is funny. Even though he was in, in and they were playing chess, which I play, by the way. Um, I know why. Tommy's the catalyst. <laughs> exactly. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. It's um, Tommy's fault. <laughs> <laughs> his fingerprints was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, it was there was a moment where Mar and Jane were talking about uh Tommy and and Mar was like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm not really attracted to him. I'm just attracted to his mind." And then at the end of that same episode, you find out that she's really attracted to Jane because it was Jane's mind that taught Tommy how to play chess, and it was just so great. And I was just like, <laughs> "Yay!" And and she comes in Jane's whole little um class about being nice and she had this like rainbow certificate and and Doyle saying to Jane take care of my daughter it was like the gayest greatest <laughs> episode <laughs> so I uh, they had everything I wanted so that would be my favorite good episode that probably would have been my second one that I was I would pick well you took the other one so <laughs> you said I had to go first so don't get mad at me it's not my fault whatever so what's your least favorite episode? You can go first this time. <laughs> my least favorite episode was the one where they had to do with dancing. That had to be my least favorite episode because it was so boring. You oh. would pick the same one again. Okay. <laughs> We're too much alike. <laughs> That's okay. We could pick the same one and we just both talk about it. Like Okay. I, let's do that because if I have to pick another one that's my least favorite, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. So our both both of us <laughs> great mind thinks think alike. Our least favorite episode is uh, "Don't Stop Dancing, Girl." The, <sighs> the one with Corsac and the whole storyline with his son. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so boring. Like there was only like two scenes yeah. I liked. That's it. That was the beginning and end. <laughs> In, part of it, I think, was they made it too much about Corsac and his son. Yes, I understand that that's what the episode is about. You know, his son gets arrested. Corsac's trying to break him out of jail. Or not break him out of jail. Um, <laughs> get him a lawyer and prove his innocence. But at the same time, I understand they're trying to give Corsac backstory. But Corsac is a secondary character for a reason. It's called Rizzoli and Isles because it focuses on Rizzoli and Isles. 
to bring a, a secondary character to the forefront of the episode is kind of shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, we want to keep those characters in the background, so we're mildly interested about them. They make the episode interesting, but they're not the main focus of the show. So for them to make him the focus of the show just yeah. brings things down. It makes things too bogged down with, with text and backstory. That or if if at least make it interesting. Like I didn't care. Like there was it just came out of nowhere. Like, yes, we know he's been divorced many a times, but it was the first time he mentioned about his son. Like in all this stuff in one episode. I'm like, uh, if it would have been different if they would have mentioned it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And maybe I would have been a little bit interested in it, but you just can't just put it in there and expect me to get like like to like it or not it was just it was just boring and then the crime part was boring like i had i didn't care like i did not care at all about the whole episode it was like a waste of an hour it was just they could have used that episode for something else and made the finale like a two-parter instead of like or put it in the summer instead of like putting it toward the winter when there's only like five episodes yeah true good point so our mvp our most valuable player of the season for season two what is yours amanda I have no idea because I've been picking Jane, <laughs> as usual. I really, I couldn't really pick one. I can tell you who my favorite new, or, well, character that they introduced that was only in a single episode was actually the FBI cutie, um, Frost. That was probably one of my favorite secondary, or secondary storylines was the Frost and the FBI agent. I can't think of her name right now. But I loved that. See, that was perfect. That was a great backstory for a character. Uh, You know, we get to see a little bit about Frost. You know, he was engaged. They broke it off. She's married to her job. He still heard about it. They added humor. They added drama. It was perfect. Yeah, that's a a good one. Um, Yeah, that'd be a hard one for me, too. Like, I'd be like either Jane or Mara. But uh, I think mine would be it's it's funny it's not a main character i say patty doyle i don't know why but i say patty doyle because he was probably like the one of the very few characters of the season that was very consistent mm, yeah okay you know he loves his daughter mara and everything whereas like there were some other characters that i felt like sort of was out of character in some episodes and like who was this person i have no idea what's going on just to fit in the storyline where <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yeah, come on, Jane. You slept with Dean. I, I will never forget that. <laughs> I will never forget that. <laughs> that totally would not happen. It's not Jane's fault. I blame the writers entirely. Exactly. Totally. Totally. So, I mean, they switch. Like, Jane and Mara switch. So, I can't say of the season, you know. But I have to say Doyle. Out of the two, I think, two episodes he's been in this season, he he was the same. So, I would say Patty Doyle. And I think we agree on our favorite crime plot of the season. Yes. Yes. It was the plot from the episode brown-eyed girl where the little girl gets kidnapped that's our favorite crime plot i liked it because it was like probably one of the few that i was very interested in and i was just like i hope they get that bastard and <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kids i know they're cute no it, it kept you it kept you wanting to watch and you didn't necessarily see what was coming it wasn't as predictable as the episode with like the hot ADA where the second you see the roofing nail, you're like, Oh my God, the ADA did it. And you've still got like 15, 20 minutes of the show left, (laughs) including commercials. And you know, you know, you see it coming, you know, what's going to happen. It's so obvious with a good crime drama kind of keeps you guessing. Yeah. We weren't, we were done guessing. We already knew what was going to (laughs) happen. Right. And, you know, it's sometimes like when it comes to the criminals, you're like, you don't care. Like, you don't care about the 
criminals or the victims or whatever. But this was like the only one where I was like, I hope they don't kill that little girl. And, you know, it just felt like it was a little bit, I guess, close to home for Jane because she was friends with the dad, you know, and mm, yeah, and everyone, all the cops knew them. And it was just, I don't know. And it was probably the only one where I didn't mind that it didn't have as, as much uh, Jane and Mara because it wasn't it wasn't appropriate for that it was about finding these little kids and then you hear and then and then of course you know in real life you know you have kids missing every time so it was just you're just like please let that little kid be okay so i think that was the one where it was my favorite crime plot yep i agree so what were some things you wish that would have happened in season two be realistic (laughs) (laughs) well yeah as much as i wish jane and mara would have gotten together oh I know what I wish had happened was Corsac and Angela. I really don't want to have to wait because now we do have to wait till season three if they're going to draw that out. And like we knew from episode 11 that there was there's got to be something going on with Angela and Corsac. Why are they making this kind of almost writing this subtext of Angela kind of being sad when Corsac's, you know, ex comes back in? What, what's that all about? Are you just going to leave us hanging? You're just going to write that and then, oh, wait, never mind. Psych. So your thing is, like, you wish that Angela and Corsac were, like, get together sooner. Yes, I I do. Because you can see there, it's got to be something that they're building up to. Otherwise, why would they be writing that kind of subtext? But she just got divorced, though. Uh, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. She just got divorced, but still, Corsac, well... How long has it been, though, since the beginning of the... We don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay. Uh... If he's... Bad. See, if if Jane's dad is in Florida living with his new girlfriend, why can't Corsac and Angela be together? If he recovered that quickly, I don't see why they're drawing out the whole Corsac and Angela storyline. Oh, let's not put them together because we don't know what's going to happen. How is Jane going to feel about it? Jane's going to be happy for them, realistically. If... Well, she might actually know. Jane's going to be a little bit grossed out at first. Yeah, that would be hilarious to see. <laughs> oh, she's going to be like, oh! <laughs> yeah. Now. She does those faces. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. That's, what I, that's what I wish had happened. And that's it? <laughs> what else am I supposed to say? Okay, I that's wish, your <laughs> I wish <laughs> Dean had never come back from D.C. I wish Casey would just stay in Afghanistan. <laughs> I wish, no, I wish Donnie Wahlberg would come back. I wish he suddenly just magically appear. Hey, what's up? I'm back and I'm your lieutenant again. That would that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. He's the only one that I want Jane to get together with. And I don't know if this is because he's probably never coming back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't have to see this relationship. But if I had to have one relationship for Jane to be in, that was not Dean or Casey. I would pick that because they had good chemistry. <clears throat> Things I wish would have happened. Oh, God. Here we go. List number one. No. <laughs> uh, I I wish we would have saw more bass. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I know that's kind of lame, but it's true. No, it's a good one. I like it. We need to pull up his Twitter and like read his Twitter responses. <laughs> he is awesome. He is very smart for a tortoise. Let's see. I would have wished that they didn't have as much guys on the show that's going between Jane and Mara and focus more on Jane and Mara. Like, I I don't know. Just like just so many guys. And I was like, yeah, we get it. They're straight. You don't have to, like, keep putting them on the show. Like, we got it. Like, (laughs) 
it was just too much. Let's see. If they focus any more on Janimara, though, they're going to end up in bed together. And that's a problem? I wish there had been dragons and unicorns in Rizzolian Isle. Let's just get crazy with it. An alternate universe where Jane's gay twin sister comes in and sweeps Mara off her feet. Because Jane is obviously straight, so it's never going to happen. That would have been like fringe <laughs> mixed with Rizzolian Isle. <laughs> <laughs> Jane would have blonde hair instead of... Ew. No. <laughs> It wouldn't look right. Oh, God, that'd be awful. Okay, so things that uh, that you hated that happened in season two. Do I really have to say it? Are you going to make me say it? I can totally skip you and just... <laughs> Go ahead, because you know what I'm going to say. That I think I've said it a million times. Dean and Jane? Uh-huh. Just get a moment of silence for Jane, the character. Let's see. She was a good, she was a good character, but she fucked it up at the end. <sighs> She was about ready to take her gay training wheels off, and she crashed and burned. Yeah. But the thing that I've hated, um, that I still can't get over, they did not show right, what happened right after Jane got shot. Yeah. I hated that. I was so excited to see the second, like, the season premiere. I was like, sweet, you know. I was thinking of, like, what can possibly happen. You know, Jane's in the hospital, and there's this whole, like, emotional scene with Mara, and, like, the parents, and just, like everything and then we can skip into i really think like the the skipping three months thing was sort of like lazy like they could have just like that would have yeah. happened in the second episode not the first you know it kind of reminds me of castle i don't know if you watch castle no i don't oh damn i'm about to spoil something for you then I was well there's a th- there's a season finale that's almost like exactly like resulting now season finale but instead of shooting herself she gets shot uh, one of the main characters gets shot well, the the season premiere right after that starts just like you you know you're thinking that Rizzoli now should have started. She, you know she they show her going to the hospital. They show the other characters getting really emotional, and then it does like a future jump. So I agree because it brings in a lot of emotions for the audience, and right. I think they shorted themselves on that. Yeah, so, I mean they just did like flashbacks, and then like I don't know, it was just. It was like, it made it seem like Jane, you know, was dead. And I was like, really? Come on. <laughs> she's not dead. Like, she's totally not dead. It, it, I don't know. And it was like three months time. I'm like, a lot of things could have happened in those three months. Like, what happened? Like, what is the change that happened between Jane and Mara for them to act sort of different in the season? And we never saw that. So it was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there were some episodes they could have, like, sacrificed just so we could see that but i don't know it just i uh, it just irked me because i thought i was like okay well it's not in this episode we'll just keep talking about it and, it and that was it like it was like the first 15 minutes and that was it like that's the only time they talked about it i was like are you serious right. that's probably one of the things i hated yeah i didn't like the guys on the show like as far as like coming in between jane and mar and that the shooting and that we didn't like jane dean situation what's our favorite uh Jane and Mara scene. What's your favorite Jane and Mara scene? Favorite Jane and Mara scene. Oh, yeah. I already talked about it. <laughs> I'm, like, waiting Whoops. for you to just... <laughs> I remember why I was going to wait, and I forgot I was going to wait. Yeah, never mind. Which I didn't mean to. I completely forgot why I was not going to talk about that for <laughs> my favorite season two episode. Um. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I remember now. Ah, ha, ha. My brain clicked. Yay. Okay, so my favorite Jane and Mara scene. It's from season two, episode 12, He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. 
but it's the very last scene in that episode. Yes, I loved the scene in the lab, but I loved it because it showed off Angie and Sasha's acting skills. I loved the last scene of that episode because it showed the depth of emotions that these characters had for each other. So that was my favorite. The girl cheese and wine scene. Oh, and they said, I love you? Yep. <laughs> Damn it, you took mine. Okay. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll choose another one. Um, too much alike. We <laughs> think too much alike. Oh, 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 I just got one. Okay. I know this sounds really... It shouldn't be my favorite because it was really uh, dark. But if I have to choose, since you already took that one. Since we're going <laughs> to pick. I know. Go ahead. <laughs> I would choose the scene in Remember Me where they were kidnapped by Hoyt. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a good scene because it had a lot of emotion. I mean, everyone was crying. There was like not a dry eye in that whole scene. And the you could just see like how much they love each other, and it was it was just really like I remember watching it for the first time, and I was just like my my jaw hit the floor. I was like, oh my god, it was just fantastic. It, they did an amazing job on that scene. So that have to be my favorite Jane and Mar scene. That's a good scene. Yeah, I forgot about that, so I'm glad you brought that up. There we go. We both we both think alike again. Yep. Yep. So, what's your least favorite Jane and Mara scene? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. I would have to say when I just didn't like the fact that Mara was her mom was in the hospital and she was alone, and Jane was sleeping with Dean. That's probably have to be my least. Technically, that's not a Jane and Mara scene, though. They're not even together. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> There were like probably any scene they weren't together, but like really that was a scene where it was just like it was I felt like season one Jane or the beginning of season two Jane would never just leave Mara like that. Mm, good point, good point. So, no, I agree. It was a bit uncharacteristic of Jane to be so careless like that. Because I, I know if my best friend's mom had gotten hit by a car and she was in the hospital, I would have been right there for her and been like. What can I do? Do you need anything? Do I want to bring you anything? Chain of clothes? Food? Right. <laughs> I wouldn't have been off sleeping with some dude. Well, for multiple reasons. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, because if you were, like, what, who are you? And what have you done with Amanda? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should rephrase that. You would be sleeping with a girl. I wouldn't have been off sleeping with anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or sleeping. Um, <laughs> no, I would have been at the hospital with her. Yeah, and I, I kind of wish that they would have had Angela there, too. Because I feel like Angela and Yeah. Ma- yeah. I agree. I agree completely. Because I remember thinking, something's missing from the scene. Where? And then I realized Angela didn't even bother like addressing it. Angela loves Mara almost like a daughter now. Why she would have been right there at the hospital with her, being supportive, being that mother-in-law figure. <laughs> and Angela knows Mara's mom. Like, they hang out, you know? They're, like, the mother-in-laws. So I was like, why is she not, like, by her bedside? Especially when Mara, like, gave you a place to live. Yeah. I don't know. And it was just weird. Like, instead of using her scenes with the old guy in jeans, they could have had Angela there while... Then I guess it would be a little bit a little bit more forgiving with Jane, because then I'm like, well, Angela's there. I feel like, though, they were worried that would... Pro- well, no, I'm not going to make excuses. Never mind. I'm not making excuses for the writers. No. But 
there also in a way though it would have drawn away from the whole Mora and Patty Doyle thing because they're using those hospital scenes as a way for Patty Doyle to come in. If they had thrown Angela in there, that would have thrown a whole monkey wrench in the situation. Not necessarily, because I don't think Angela knows who Patty Doyle is. Mm, Tommy, Tommy knew because Tommy's a criminal. And of course, Jane and all of them know because they're cops. I don't think Angela knows anything about Patty Doyle. And so Angela would probably would have thought, oh, yeah, that's like the uncle. Like, she doesn't know. Like, this is Angela. Like, I mean. <laughs> yeah. OK, you know what? That would have been perfect. Instead of the nurse talking to Patty Doyle, Angela should have been there. And he should have, like, asked Angela, you know, can you go get me a coffee or something and sent her away while Mara and Patty Doyle had talked. Right. That would have been perfect. We need to write for the show. (laughs) (laughs) We need to write our own episode and just film it. (laughs) We're just going to start all over. (laughs) We're going to be like, right? (laughs) Little paper cutouts or puppets. We can make our own Rizzoli Niles puppet show. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate universe version of what should have happened. Yes. I can just see it now. Oh, Jane, I love you. I love you too, Mora. <laughs> and just like making out. They'll be like, and hey, we're just going to keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need like a stuffed animal to play like bass or something. Yeah, I think, yeah, we should definitely. Right. We got it covered. We got it covered. We, we, we'll just like start start from season two on up and just like <laughs> start over. Like this is what's going to happen from now on. And by the end of, like, season two, it would have been, like, they're married and have kids. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about Angela yeah. and Corsac. No, 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 because I don't want any pregnant lesbian storylines. I had enough of that with the L word. Or any other storyline. If you can rate the whole season with your Gadar Ping <laughs> <laughs> rating, what would you rate the whole season? I would give it a three and say eh, it's she wants me, she wants me not. Why? Why? Well, because we, we kind of yo-yo back and forth where... Jane and Mara are really close in this episode, and then all of a sudden Jane's sleeping with a dude. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's kind of it's kind of hard to rate it anything higher when we're constantly going back and forth like this. So that's why I say she wants me. Yay, she wants me not. Boo. I kind of have to agree with you. I have like I'm I'm in between witty banter and she wants me, she wants me not. Because like you said. No, you're not making another rating up. No, you must. That's no, no, no. Yes. That's that's already on. That's two ratings. That's already. I'm not making one up. What are you talking about? No, you can't say it's between one or (sighs) you must choose. You suck. You really do suck. Um, Okay, I'll have to agree with you. It's she wants me. She wants me not because there are some episodes I'm like, oh, I'm surprised they're closed on. What's going on? (laughs) What's going on? They're going to. Oh, they didn't do it. Oh. That's the next episode. So that's what we have to say about season two. So I guess it's time to move to season three. What our predictions going to be for season three? Now this is all our predictions. We don't. Well, I don't. She doesn't know any spoilers. Yeah. Okay. This is me completely unbiased because I don't do spoilers. I don't even watch interviews with the cast members. This is how bad it is. She just (laughs) She just saw the bloopers. So yeah. (laughs) So I know nothing, like absolutely nothing about what the writers have planned for next season. So this is just me flying by the seat of my pants and just going with it. Same here. I just didn't add all the spoiler stuff. I just added what I think. So yeah, same here. Okay. Prediction number one. I think, oh no, first I have to say in the mid-season finale podcast, I predicted that they were going to focus on Mora and I was totally right. 
I just have to say I told you so because I I, I love being right. But <laughs> I thought the same thing too. But go ahead. You predicted it honestly without knowing what's going on. Even yeah. though I sort yeah. of predicted too, but then I read the spoilers. I'm like, okay, it was right. But I didn't want to tell you. So yeah, now on season three, let's see if you're right this time. Season three, they've got to do something with Angela and Corsac. So right off the bat, I'm just going to say something's going to happen with Angela and Corsac. If they don't, then they're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, it's ripe for the picking. The fans obviously want it to happen, and they don't have to go like too deep into it. But it'll be it would be a good little meaty storyline to plug out and have the fans all yay come together. The writers did something right for a change, and. <laughs> Jane and Mora. They're definitely going to focus on the tension be- between Jane and Mora, and I think they're going to draw it out for a few episodes to begin with. I, they're not going they shouldn't patch things up in the very first episode. And if they do, then that's that's pushing it for me. Really, if your best friend shoots and possibly kills your dad cuz we don't know if he's dead yet. You just know he was shot and fell from really high up. <laughs> right. And if they patch things up in the very first episode, I call shenanigans cuz that's BS. It's totally. not. It really less realistically wouldn't happen, and I think they would be shorting themselves by ending that tension too soon because it's going to give some good drama for the audience. So right, they are going to make Frankie a detective next season, I believe. Okay. Corsac. I don't know what they're going to do with Corsac. Well, other than the Angela thing, maybe one of the storylines could be if Patty Doyle does die, they would have backlash from the Irish mob, possibly. It could be a storyline. That would be a good storyline if they decided to do that. Yeah. I would totally enjoy that episode unless they screwed up royally, which you never know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready for mine? Yeah. Go for it. Here we go. <clears throat> Starting off. <laughs> Have a seat, everybody. Have a seat. <laughs> this, is gonna, this is sort of long of my predictions because, you know, if this is all happens and this is right, I, I want royalties. Okay, here we go. I think Doyle will live. At least I hope so. And if he does, then that means he most likely will be in jail. So maybe he can escape from jail or something. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be good. But while this is going on, either if he still if he's in jail or escape or whatever, Mars' life will be in danger because without Patty Doyle to protect her, and not only that, she doesn't have Patty Doyle to protect her. Her and Jane are not friends anymore, so just she doesn't have like a detective to protect her. No, no, no. It's gonna be Mars' decision not to be friends with Jane. Jane is still going to be try and be there for her. So she would protect Mara no matter what. True. But then Jane, I mean, Mara would probably like push that away. And by doing so, she's putting her life more in danger because she doesn't. I think what's going to happen is she's not going to realize that while this is all going on, like how her life is in danger. And by doing all these things, she's putting her life in danger. Why would her life be in danger, though? I don't understand where this storyline's coming from. Because her father is Patty Doyle and there are people out there trying to kill him. Yeah, but they... And with him either being in the hospital or in jail, he has, like... Remember, he says, like, he keeps an eye on her. So, like, all this whole time since she was a kid, he's been keeping an eye on her. And without that, it's sort of like she doesn't have that mob protection anymore. Okay. I see where it's going. It's going to take a little bit to convince me of that one. (laughs) But go ahead. I'm just saying it'll be interesting. If not, if they don't do that, somebody write in fan fiction. I would totally read it. (laughs) And then we're going to, I think we're going to find out the connection between her mother and Doyle. Oh, dang it. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm interested about that. Hopefully there's no time jump. Mm. Unlike time last jump. Oh, yeah. Like last time. It better not. Oh, I would be That's pissed. Dumb. 
Yeah. Start right where it ended because I would be so mad. I agree. Ooh, ooh. Here's what I think too. Ah, I forgot about this one. Jane, it's gonna. I think if they start the episode right from where it left off, or the season right from where the last episode left off, Jane is gonna get pissed at Dean because it's his fault that Patty Doyle started shooting at everybody. He followed her to the building that was burned down, and so she's gonna not trust him. I hope that's where they, the direction that they go in. Yes, yes. he totally broke her trust by going there. So, and that's the reason why I think. He, like, leaves officially and goes to D.C. Because he mentioned that in the finale, like, he was transferring to D.C. So I think that was sort of, like, a foreshadowment thing going on. Like, yeah, you're not staying to Boston for long. I think Angela moves out uh, and probably moves in with Corsac. So, yeah, I think she should, considering that Mar and Jane are not friends anymore. And that's kind of (laughs) awkward. No, just because Mara and Jane aren't friends, Mara's not petty enough. She wouldn't hold that against Angela in any way. And like I said, Angela has almost started treating like Mara like she's a daughter to her. I think I think Angela is the mom that Mara always wanted, you know, too interested in her life on what's going on, too pushy, too mothery. She's everything that she wished her mom had been. Yeah, and Jane wishes that Mara's mom was everything her mom. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you about the Frost would help Frankie with the whole detective thing. I still think there will be boring uh, crime plots. I think that's just inevitable. I think that's always going to It's Brazilian Isles. It's not CSI. CSI Boston. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Jane and Mara. So I think they're going to be mad at each other. But, like, I think Mara's going to be mad, with, is mad at Jane. But she'll still work with Jane. And, like you know, be angry, but close off as far as like friendship wise, but they still have to work together. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see. Like, I think Mara would be like, cause every time she's angry with Jane, she would just call her detective. And I think we're <laughs> never going to let her hear Jane ever again for like at least three or four episodes. No, I think you have a great point. I agree. There's going to be that tension. There's not going to be that witty banter back and forth anymore. Or Jane might try and Mara will just look at her and not respond. Right. Yeah. I think she's going to be like, hello, Detective Rizzoli. And that, that's just, you're going to be like, oh, our heart. Oh, God. Yeah. You just pulled this knife out of my chest. Oh, oh this sword. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> While this is going on, I, Jane will be like, sorry and like begging and just, you know, trying to get Mara to be her friend again. And they're. There might be a scene where Jane might be drunk. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I would like seeing her like wasted and just like banging on the door like, please, God, don't leave me. (laughs) No, I don't think they'll get that melodramatic. And Jane's not the type to drink her sorrows away. She's very stoic about it. It will affect her, but she's not going to get overly emotional about it. She will remain. She will be very reserved, I feel. But would it be better if she does? Because then it would show how much she cares about Mara, considering all the other stuff that happens in her life. Way out of character for her. Jane doesn't get emotional. She, I mean, okay, Jane doesn't get overly emotional. She has feelings and she does care about Mara. But Jane is the type to close off when things get too painful. Okay, okay, overly emotional? Yeah, so explain the whole scene where she's like fighting with Mara about Tommy. That was anger. She oh was my god. Anger. She that wasn't that wasn't sadness or remorse. When Jane gets yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> you have nothing to say cuz I'm right. Mara off at that point. Whereas what's going to she's going to be 
apologetic to Mora, and where Mora throws her apology back in her face, she's going to close down. That's going to be it. She's It's going to hurt her, and in response to that hurt, she will close herself off emotionally. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to see her, you know, be upset about it. Because, like, then it would show, like, how much she cares about Mara considering the other stuff. Like, she's almost been killed by Hoyt, and she's, like, fine with it. Like, she's like, all right, whatever. But, like, losing Mara would be, like, it should be a big deal. I mean, it's the, their, their names are the damn title of the show. I'm just saying... I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a tear. I'm just all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not saying she's not going to be apologetic about it, but she's only going to be apologetic to a certain point. She's not going to go crawling back to Mara, begging and crying, please forgive me, oh my god. No, she's not going to do that. You know, maybe you're right. I don't know. Once again, that could be fan fiction. <laughs> That'd be terrible fan fiction, I'm just saying. So, I, I think by the time they get back together, like, little by little, and I... And the reason why I think they're going to get back together little by little, I know this is really bad. I should not say this, but I wouldn't be surprised if this happened. Okay, don't hate me. I think Jane might be pregnant. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) Oh, God. Hear me out. Hear me out. I just saying, just saying, and like, if she didn't use fucking protection, though, I swear to God, Jane, you are an idiot. (laughs) I'm just saying. You don't know where that thing has been. came back looking like he was a drug addict. He's been living on the streets. He could have been having sex with hookers and gotten some kind of venereal disease. <laughs> His face looks... Okay, I'm not going to... Plague, why would you sleep with... He's like a walking STD. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm just saying I think that could be possible, but I'm not saying the baby will survive. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying... I think maybe she'll probably miscarriage or something, but... I, th- I think if Jane... Will- okay, since they're not friends anymore, Jane will feel alone, Mara will figure it out, and then they slowly get closer, and then Jane loses the baby, and then they have this whole thinking of, like, well, now this is happening, or we still get closer. Like, there's going to have this whole tension thing going back on and forth. I don't know. But I think once you've created that rift, like, something has to bring them back together. And I think once they do get together, they'll be closer than they ever was close before. Like, I think these last few seasons, yeah, they're close and best friends. But I think once they get back together in season three, there's no drink. Like, they're going to be, like, really, really close. Which is why in the season cliffhanger, <laughs> season three, of the finale in the winter, Jane and Mara would kiss. That is my prediction. <laughs> For the cliffhanger, they would kiss. I just have to say, if they do a whole pregnancy storyline with Jane, I'm done. <laughs> I will throw down the towel and give up in defeat and say, you win, writers. You win. I stop watching the show. Even if she loses the kid? Even if she loses the kid. I, that is such a bad storyline to go in. One, it's just flat out fucking depressing. Two, really, you know, pregnancy storyline. It's not something, these are things I don't hope that happens. Because there's a lot of things of like, I wish I was never right. But I'm looking at, like, the show in general, and I'd be like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, it would be like, I wouldn't be surprised if this happened, or if this happened, or whatever. I mean, we guessed the whole, like, Mara finale thing, because it makes logical sense. But I'm looking at a pattern here. Like, first season, the finale was about Jane. Second season, the finale is about Mara. Third season, it has to be about both of them. Nah, I think you're being too methodical about it. Writers don't think that way. <laughs> oh, well, we've been... 
we've been right so far, so <laughs> I don't know. My issue with the whole pregnancy storyline and the you know, if they do put create a miscarriage, it's gonna be way too heavy for the show. One of the things that we love about the show is that it's light, that there's a lot of joking back and forth and silliness and humor and they have great chemistry together. If they add that kind of ABC family drama to it, it's just gonna drive drive their viewers away. I well but, you know, TNT knows drama, so... <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it's going to be Ambersand, TNT. Are we getting TNT. paid for this? If we're not getting paid for this, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, we're not getting paid for this. <laughs> okay. Those are uh, those are our Season 3 predictions. So we will see coming, uh, what, later in 2012, if the world doesn't end. We will see <laughs> if we're right. I think the show is going to air before the world ends. Just saying. Well, the winter episodes. We don't know how they're going to schedule it this season, but I'm pretty sure they're going to break it up again. Because um, I, I think there's 15 episodes again this season, so and it's probably going to start back in July. So, so uh, the next section. <laughs> so the next section of this podcast, we're going to do something new. I call it the code case section. She hates the that I call it the code case section. I didn't say I hate it. I just said you were making fun of me for my whole recap episodes. Well, they the don't paste files. Okay, that's not cheesy at all. Yeah, well, that's the next. We'll, we'll explain the whole recap episode thing on the next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we'll understand what she's talking about. But yeah, so the code case because you guys are giving us emails and we really appreciate it. And uh, we're gonna read one because they gave us permission to read it, and we're gonna answer it. So here we go. So go ahead, Amanda. So this one says, "Hey, Jay and Amanda, just emailing to say I absolutely love y'all's podcast." I was very excited to hear you guys are recapping the other episodes. Can't wait. Is it going to be just season two or season one also? Sending some love from Texas, Amanda. Great name, by the way. <laughs> At first I was like, why are you sending yourself email? <laughs> That's just weird. I'm like, not. Like, I have a new email. I just made it up. I'm just going to send it today. Like, this just be a fun little prank for Jay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm. we're so desperate for emails. That we're sending ourselves fan mail. <laughs> but to answer your question, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> My brain hurts. <laughs> yes, we are going to be recapping season one also, which that episode should be up sometime next week. And as well as season two, it's going to take a while because obviously we're going to do all of season one and then go on to season two. We're not going to jump around. We're just going to do it chronologically. Yeah, so we're going to do season one first and then season two. And then by then, hopefully season Three would be like the next week after. <laughs> if we space it correctly. <laughs> right. Unless some tragedy strikes, which heaven forbid. Wow, really? <laughs> what? Really? Unless a meteorite just, just like destroys unless the planet. Unless you know, we'll still be podcasting. Unless, unless the Mayan <laughs> calendar was like off for a couple months, we would be still podcasting. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. What? Just, like, put bad luck on our... No, I'm not putting... I'm just saying. I gotta knock on some wood. I was using it <laughs> to reiterate that we... How dedicated we are to podcasting. Unless tragedy strikes, we're gonna continue podcasting. <laughs> she did it again! How am I... I'm not jinxing anything. I'm just... I, <laughs> I'm using it as a metaphor, okay? Oh, and then we also found out that the, the person who gave us our first email is a woman. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
And so, yeah, so we appreciate all your emails. You just keep sending our emails and, you know, and it's fun to read them and say where you guys are. And I think there was one that's actually from Nebraska, which was really cool. (laughs) That was awesome. We do have a listener in Nebraska officially now. (laughs) So which gives us cause to reference Nebraska. Right. And we had we have a listener in Florida as well, which is a good thing we stopped with the whole Florida bash. (laughs) Yes, so I feel I have just cause to Florida bash. I lived in Florida for a few years and whoa. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, I visit there. Like, yeah. Can we go back home now? No, no, you don't get the full effect just visiting, I'm I'm telling you. (laughs) Yes, and you know, we even have some that's, you know, there was one from Mexico, I think. Yes, there was there was a listener in Mexico, which wow, internationally. Hola. (laughs) Como estás? That is all for this episode. If you have any comments, feel free to email us at the Rizolian Isles Podcast at gmail.com. You can also visit our blog at the Rizolian Isles Podcast.blogspot.com. If you would like to subscribe to us on iTunes, just search the Rizolian Isles Podcast and it'll be in the podcast section. Thank you for listening. And this case is closed. <laughs> to show our age, psych is one of the slang words we used to use as a kid. Um, <laughs> really? You have to explain that. There could be little kids just listening to this, like, what is psych? If there's a little kid listening to this, go do your homework. Go to bed. Don't be listening to this. Don't be watching Resilient Isles. What Watch- are you doing? <laughs> go play outside or something. Yeah, please go outside. It's bad. Because if a little kid's listening, that means I have to censor my language. And I'm not censoring. <laughs> Like, I'm not censoring shit. Other dude. <laughs> <laughs>